Uh -uh. Did a plug get, uh, let me see if you pulled the plug out there. This my monitor isn't working. Yeah. Uh, you're going to want to be right up on your microphones, so pull them right up to you. You want to be an inch or two away. You want to bring that up a little. That's where you're going to want to be. Right there. If you want to look at your computer, you can move on. I graduated in 84. I heard you say that. 6818. A fallen Hollywood star is expected to face questions today from attorneys for his ex wife. The day after he took the stand to detail his accusations of defamation. Johnny Depp testified that as his marriage fell apart, Amber Heard at times became violent. She would yell, he said, through the coffee shop. Good morning, Carolina. How you doing? Live from the Cumulus Broadcast Center, you are listening at this very moment to the mighty, mighty News Talk 640 WFNC. Welcome to hour number three of Good Morning Fayetteville. It is 8.05 on this Thursday, April 21st. I'm Goldie, CBS 17 meteorologist Bill Ray says, perfect Dogwood Festival weekend weather for the next few days. His full forecast two minutes away. We got 42 Hope Mills, 43 Spring Lake, and 42 here in Fayetteville. Two public meetings today for residents to chime in on the repurposing of the market house. A judge approves Julian Assange's extradition to the U.S. over spying charges. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are making a movie about Nike signing Michael Jordan. The Rebs, the Reds ripped the Padres' Luke Voigt for quote-unquote dirty slide that injured a catcher. And a study found it's not your fault that your mother-in-law hates you. Coming up this hour... <laughs> Yeah, we're going to get laughing in the studio. Coming up this hour, it is our mayoral candidate forum. First, though, at 8.06. Give you a shot to win some money here. It's our $25,000 fast money keyword. We give you 10 chances every weekday to win 100 bucks. When you win the 100, you're qualified to win 25 Gs. All right, this hour's keyword is card. Card. C-A-R-D. Card. You want to text card right now to 95819. That's 95819. Messaging and data rates may apply, and please, whatever you do, do not text and drive. It's your $25,000 fast money keyword right here on WFNC. Right now, traffic from Nelson & Nelson Chiropractic. The VA now covers chiropractic, so your VA doctor for referral to Nelson & Nelson. Have you seen any accidents, any tie-ups? Dominique in for Omega in the traffic center, 864-6400, star 640 on your cell. Check in with Bill Ray, our weatherman at CBS 17, Fayetteville's most dependable forecast for you. I'm going to see a few more clouds today. It'll be partly sunny. And the high temperature is 77 degrees. Southwest winds 5 to 10. A great way to kick off the Dogwood Festival. 52 tonight with partly to mostly clear skies. And then tomorrow will be mostly sunny on your Friday, 84 degrees. That is your favorable forecast. I'm CBS 17 Storm Team Meteorologist Bill Ray. Thank you, Bill. We've got 47 now here in Fayetteville on News Talk 640 WFNC. Fayetteville Furniture Gallery has everything you'll ever want. Living rooms. All right, here we go. Visit our over 35,000 square foot Showroom on <clears throat> Sky Bow Road. Fayetteville Furniture Gallery. FayetteVilleFurnitureGallery.com. This update brought to you by Fayetteville Furniture Gallery. Fayetteville Furniture Gallery.com. Good morning, Fayetteville with Goldie. I'm on the radio every day. 
on News Talk 640 WFNC. Welcome to the WFNC 2022 Candidates Forum, a chance for you to meet candidates for local offices and for them to offer their visions for our community. Now, here's your host from Good Morning Fayetteville, Goldie. Thank you very much. It is 8.08 on this Thursday, and we saved the big daddy for last. It is the Candidate Forum for Mayor of Fayetteville. Joining me here in the studio, Mayor Mitch Colvin, Freddie Dela Cruz, Franco Webb, and Antoine Minor. We reached out multiple times to candidate Clifton Johnson, and we did not hear back. So, Mayor, good morning to you once again. Good morning, Cody. How you doing? I'm good. Antoine, welcome to the studio. Good to see you. Good morning. Uh, uh, Franco, hello to you. Hello and good morning. And Freddie, welcome to WFNC. Good to have everybody here. So we're going to do this the way we've been doing all of them for the last three weeks. We'll give everybody two minutes to do an open, introduce themselves to the listeners, then we'll do some question and answers. We'll allow some crosstalk this morning, and then we will finish up with a one-minute close. We've been starting with the incumbent, so we will start with Mayor Mitch Colvin. You've got two minutes. All right. Good morning, Goldie. Good morning to uh, to gentlemen. How you doing? Um, so, Goldie, uh, I don't need the introduction to, to this community. I was born and raised here. I went to E. Smith, uh, went to Fayetteville State. Uh, I'm a father of three beautiful young ladies. Uh, that I work every day to make the community a better place for them. Uh, for the last, uh, since 2013, I've been on the Fayetteville City Council. I served as a District 3 representative from 2013 to 2017. Uh, 2015 to 2017, I had the opportunity to serve as the mayor pro tem. And since 2017, I've been the mayor of this great city. And we've seen a lot of progress. And so today, as we get into our policy and our discussion about our vision for the community, uh, I'll be very specific about it. I know uh, sometimes during this process uh, we talk about generalities and we talk about uh, the things that are priorities and great talking points, but I've actually had the experience and the know-how and uh, articulate how we execute and continue to move the city forward. We've seen tremendous progress over the last four years. We've had some challenges, but uh, this is a can-do community uh, with a can-do spirit and we definitely uh, will oversee uh, and, and come to the finish line in a positive way. Uh, we've created jobs, we've invested in infrastructure. Uh, when I started as mayor, uh, we had an industrial park that didn't have one tenant. Now we've filled that park. Uh, the next park is, is almost at capacity. So we'll talk today about specifics. Glad to be here and uh, glad to, that you put together this forum. Thank you very much, Mayor Mitch Colvin. Antoine Miner, we'll swing it over to you. You've got two minutes to say hello to the listeners. Good morning, Fayetteville. Good morning, Goldie, uh, to the candidates and to Mayor Colvin. Uh, I'm Jay Antoine Miner. For those who don't know me, give you a little history about myself. I am not from North Carolina. I'm originally from New York City. Got to North Carolina, got to Fayetteville in 2008 by way of Fort Bragg. Uh, stayed on Fort Bragg until I retired in 2011. Four children, three daughters. Uh, raising my two younger children on my own. They're, my daughter's 13. My son is 11. Been raising them on my own now for about nine years. Running nonprofit here in Fayetteville that works a lot in the community, helping families that are in need of emergency assistance, uh, economic assistance, things of that nature. Uh, pastored for uh, about 20 years. Uh, been preaching since the age of seven. One of 36 children. I am uh, from my mother. I am the third of nine. From my father, I am the 25th of 27. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> wow! And so, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm used to being in, in a city environment because of my family. But um, I decided to run for mayor uh, because, as the mayor said, there, you know, I have children that I'm raising here, and I want to. Uh, I'm concerned about the Fayetteville that they will inherit as they get older, and so I'm excited about this discussion uh, to. Uh, let the listeners hear what some ideas are that I have and to hear some of the things that's going on in the city. Thank you. Thank you very much. That is Antoine Minor. We will go to my immediate right and Freddie De La Cruz. You've got two minutes to introduce yourself. Uh, good morning, Goldie. Uh, first of all, I'd like to uh, ask the citizens of Fayetteville to please uh, vote for Freddie for mayor. Um, I'm a local here in Fayetteville. I've been here since uh, 1975. Um, I've been in the military for 32 years. I married uh, Venus Rika. We've been married uh, for 28 years. I have uh, six children, 12 grandkids, and um, I'm looking forward to uh, going through this process, you know, this political process, and 
also um, um, it's okay we'll, we'll come back to you yeah it's it's not easy being on the radio you get a little a little spooked let's go over to Franco Webb Franco good morning to you two minutes to introduce yourself to the listeners good morning Goldie good morning Fayetteville Mayor morning, Antoine morning. Freddie uh, glad to be here in this room with uh, with these gentlemen and I am a uh, uh, fourth generation military veteran uh, military brought me here uh, my dad was stationed at Bragg I'm an East Smith graduate as uh, as with the mayor just a little bit before him uh, <laughs> we, were, we were doing the numbers a minute ago but um, uh, graduated East Smith I left and went to college in Indiana University which is where my my family's from and uh, came back because North Carolina drew me back, so I came back and went to Campbell, and I decided to join the Army at that time, and uh, retired here at Bragg as well. Uh, I have been a big part of the community for a long time. I've done local uh, broadcast and announced local sports in Crown Coliseum probably since the building's been built. And, uh, I yeah, do hockey and uh, arena football, and this year, our brand new indoor soccer team, Go Fury. We won the championship. Men did. So uh, I was a vice chair of the Human Relations Commission, and uh, now still a commissioner, which is we're in the process, you know, of you know, with working with the community, trying to figure out the repurposing of the market house. It's one of our big goals that we have going on right now. Uh, chairman of the Military Affairs Council, as, as far as the previous, the last chair, as it just changed over the first of the year. Vice Chair for Fayetteville Beautiful. Uh, worked, yeah, I've worked in the community for quite a bit. I own businesses here. I uh, engaged to a very, very beautiful woman, Tiffany, and uh, with her two children and my four children previous to that. So I have six. Uh, Antoine, you got me. I'm, I'm Italian and Greek heritage, and your family, your family smokes mine. And, you know, we usually have all the big families. So. <laughs> but uh, uh, looking forward to serving Fayetteville. Uh, more as, as I already do and uh, the citizens uh, working with me and working with the citizens and thank you that was Franco Webb we're gonna stick with Franco here what was it that made you decide to run for mayor of Fayetteville was there a moment did you have an epiphany to a light bulb go off over your head and say it's time for me to get involved how did that work out and why are you running uh, I've always been uh, been one of those people, as I, especially being you know fourth generation military. You know, we everybody in the military gives everybody fights for everybody's right to vote, and I I feel like that everybody should vote. That you get your say that way, and then there comes a time to where we feel like if your vote hasn't really done what you want your vote to do, you, you have to step up. And I am a military veteran, and I tell everybody all the time. I said my oath of enlistment has no expiration date. <laughs> So just continue, you know, try to continue the, the fight. I love this city. I love the history of this city. It's a very, very old city. It actually predates America and as, uh, uh, as far as age goes. I've uh, been here my entire life, and uh, I, just, I just, public safety was one of my, one of my biggest, biggest issues and just want to make sure that our city is safe and clean and healthy for everyone. Uh, to enjoy. And we will certainly do a deeper dive on public safety, but that is Franco Webb. Antoine Miner, what is it that uh, got you to decide you wanted to be the mayor of Fayetteville? Honestly, uh, my children, uh, I didn't seek, my, my initial intention was not to run for office. I ran for city council in 2017. Um, it was an extremely uh, intense process. My children that I'm raising at the time were five and seven, and the three of us, you know, walking across District Eight. It was it was a tedious process. Um, I wasn't intending to run for office. Actually, what happened was my daughter came to me. She said, "Dad." She said, you have to run. I said, why? She said, because I don't like the way the city is. And this was following after uh, the unrest that took place in Fayetteville in 2020. My daughter was scared. We were downtown that day. 
And that was a it was a very stressful day. And looking out over the city, being someone who, as I said, runs a nonprofit, who's out in the community constantly, whether it's with the whether it's with the homeless or it's working with veterans or it's working with other organizations, seeing and hearing the pain of people in this city. I, I said to someone the other day, I can remember driving down. I think it was Rowan going towards Bragg Boulevard and I could literally feel the heartbeat of Fayetteville, but the rhythm was off. And I couldn't understand why the rhythm was off. And as I began to listen to the people and hear the hearts of the people in the city and listen to my children and and really kind of look around, I said, you know, I think it's time for me to step up. Um, and, and I'll say this, because and, and, a lot of people have asked me, you know, do I, is, it, is it personal between me and the mayor? It's not. I have no, my issue with the mayor is not personal at all. It's all policy. I just don't think the policies that are currently uh uh, in place uh, in Fayetteville are really helping as much as they can. And when you look at the dysfunction of the city council, especially over the last year, uh, it's it's really disheartening. It, it's extremely disheartening to watch members of the council um, show no respect and no regard to the to the position that the mayor holds. Um, that bothers me, you know. And so those are some of the things that cause me to really want to say, you know, I think it's time, as as Franco said, to not just vote, but to uh, become a part of the the solution. If you don't like the policy, change the policy makers. All right. And again, we'll take a deeper dive into the things you're talking about. But that was Antoine Minor, Freddie Dela Cruz. Same question to you. What is it that uh, that made you decide to run for mayor of Fayetteville? Okay, uh, first of all, I just uh, want to go back to, um, I didn't get the two minutes, so please, uh, people in favor, go to freddyformayor.com. I have a five-minute video that will explain why I am fully qualified to be the next mayor. Uh, the reason why I decided to run for mayor, I had no ambitions to be a politician. You know, I'm a soldier for life. You know, I spent 32 years in the Army, you know, and... Um, when I saw the direction that Fayetteville was going during the riots nationwide and then the riots here in Fayetteville, as a police officer, I saw, you know, I, I felt threatened. I felt my family was being threatened with people saying they were going to come to our neighborhood. So I decided to look and see what I can do to help. And uh, I looked and saw that Mitch Coven, nobody challenged him the last election. So I decided to throw my hat in the ring to find out if I can, so I can, so I can help. Um, the main thing that I will look, look at is, you know, the uh, safety security. Uh, my background as a military police officer, I think I can do that. And that was the main reason why I decided uh, to run for mayor was because of the public safety issue. Also, what drove me was the fact that the mask mandates, you know, that we had, the hypocrisy that, that I was seeing with the mask mandates really kind of really upset me. You know, the county had a, a mask mandate. And I didn't see why the city had to have a mask mandate. So that really kind of really drove, drove a nail in it. And then when this, uh, the city, they dropped the mask mandate, even though the county didn't, the city did not follow the county's mask mandate. And you've, you know, so that really kind of really upset me. And then what I saw was going on with the market house, you know, uh, you know, I've been here since 1975 and I didn't get a chance to tell folks, but I went to Spring Lake Junior High and Pine Forest Senior High and uh, I went to FTI and I'm a distinguished military graduate at Campbell University. And that building was, you know, uh, the way, you know, you know, right and black lives do matter around the market house, as of though uh, the people in favor do not know that black lives do matter, was really an insult. And I thought that, you know, um, it was really upsetting when they painted it black and then they went back and rewrote it as if though the people in favor didn't know that black lives do matter. So. I think that was, you know, really divided the, the city, and I believe I can be the person that can unite the city, and that's what I'm. That's why I'm running for mayor. Thank you, Freddie Dela Cruz. Let me go to Mayor Mitch Colvin. Over the last year, year and a half on council, and again, you had almost half new council members on the latest incarnation of city council. We saw a very publicized resignation. We saw two council members uh, censured for things that they said. Uh, Antoine mentioned the disrespect that you saw when you tuned in on Monday nights to watch the council meetings on uh, on your computer. Uh, there was a lot of headbutting. A lot of folks thought that council members were unprepared. You and I have talked about this before. I've made no secret that I, I thought at times it was embarrassing. Right. Talk a little bit about this last term. 
Yeah, well, go to. I mean, uh, I thought about that the other day. You know, uh, when elected in 2017, from 2017 to 2019, the difference between that council, which was very experienced, had a lot of institutional knowledge, and the council of 19 mm -hmm. to 21, we lost 40 plus years of experience with Bill Chris, uh, Jim Art, and Ted Moan. Uh, collectively, they served almost four decades. They knew the process, they knew the structure, and they knew the material. And institutional knowledge is important. With the new council that came on, and I want to put this in context, dysfunction didn't start in this term of council, 2019 to 2021. You can go online, look at some of the council meetings, uh, former Mayor Shivani and Val Applewhite and Juanita Gonzalez and others that had passionate discussions uh, that played out in, in the public. Uh, we there were a, set, a lot of challenges. You were trying to do it remotely by Zoom, so you didn't wasn't able to maintain the spirit and the order of the meetings. That's not an excuse. And there were a lot of council members who who, who blatantly just didn't uh, respect the rule and the position as as has been stated. So um, I think as you look at that holistically, uh, you look at that uh, you know since the change of one of the particular council members you talked about resigning. I heard you talk to Antonio Jones. His perspective was a lot different. He said, "Hey, there's a lot of great work taking place." It's not just dysfunctional, but we do have to show each other mutual respect, uh, and, the, and the citizens deserve that. That is Mayor Mitch Colvin. We're going to take our first break here, and then when we come back, we're going to start with Antoine Minor. I watched an interview that you did, I don't know when it was, probably the, in the last couple of weeks, and one of the comments you made was, the whole city council has to go. So when we come back, we will ask you your thoughts, and we'll also bring, of course, Franco Webb and Freddie De La Cruz into the conversation. This is the GMF mayoral candidate forum here on WFNC. Right now, traffic on the air from Nelson & Nelson Chiropractic. You see any problems, give us a call, 864-6400. Bill Ray has Fayetteville's most dependable forecast for you right now. We're going to see a few more clouds today. It'll be partly sunny. The high temperature 77 degrees. Southwest winds 5 to 10. A great way to kick off the Dogwood Festival. 52 tonight. Mostly clear skies. And then tomorrow will be mostly sunny on Friday. 84 degrees. That is your favorite forecast. I'm CBS 17 Storm Team Meteorologist Bill Ray. Thank you, Bill. we got 47 right now here in Fayetteville. Very quick two-minute break. And then we're back at it here on GMF. It is the Mayoral Candidate Forum here on WFNC. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Good start. Are you a safe driver? So when we come back, we'll start with you, and then we'll go over to you, and then we'll go over to you. Feel free to give your impressions of this last city council. Talk about the things that are important to you. I'll give you each two minutes because we're doing pretty well on time. So, um, but we will start with your comment. I watched it. I uh, watched it yesterday afternoon. I'm, I think it was maybe on your Facebook page. You posted uh, part one. I didn't see part two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I saw part one, and, of course, I'm good friends with Vic. So you were up at, uh, <laughs> yeah. you were up at Vic's place. Bill Furniture Gallery. So I'll let you expand on those comments. Okay. They had a Anybody going to see Jersey it. Boys at the Crown? Kind of sound like no other. Sure. Oh, no, if I could put that in my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from in New York? Harlem. Really? Born and raised in Harlem. Grew up in Manhattan, went to Stuyvesant High School. I know Stuyvesant. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yankees, Giants. <laughs> oh, yeah. As you can see, all over the <laughs> studio. But, uh, yeah, what years were you in high I'm probably a little older than you oh, are. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I graduated well, in 96. Wait, what do you mean, oh, definitely. <laughs> I did say definitely. <laughs> did you can't say it? I caught that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Looking at you, you must be 80. <laughs> Antoine Minor. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so what years were you growing up there, though? Uh, I lived in New York City all of my life up until 2008. Even my really? military career kept me in New York City. I was on Fort Totten for a while, mm -hmm. active reserve, and then uh, in 2008 went to Iraq and got hurt up pretty bad and came back to Fort Bragg to heal because my sister was coming to Fort Bragg. So I figured I'd have someone there to help me through the healing process. Mm -hmm. Got to Fort Bragg and she called me and told me that she had been rerouted to Fort Campbell, Kentucky. So here I am all these years later. I grew up in Manhattan in the 60s and 70s. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that was started, a whole uh, different New York City. PS one fifty eight when I was, I guess, six in nineteen sixty four. Okay, and uh, pretty much stayed in New York until I moved down to DC to go to American University. But my family's still up there. Yeah, uh, love going back. We're going back in June and to uh, see my high school friends, some of my college friends. I love no going back. Like it. I love going back, but after about there. three after about three days, I'm ready to get out of here. That's come about back. what we do. Yeah. We do three days. Three days so we is can time see the to leave. We need to see. Yeah. Thank you very much. It is 828. Good morning, Fayetteville. Bill Ray says partly sunny and 77 today, sunny and 84 tomorrow, and just a beautiful, beautiful weekend for the Dogwood Festival, the 40th annual. It is 47 right now here in Fayetteville. I'm Goldie. Glad you're joining us. This is the candidate form for mayor of Fayetteville. So we're going to start with Antoine. I mentioned that I saw an interview that you did. I think I saw it on YouTube yesterday. And one of the things you were very clear about, you said the whole council has to go. Talk a little about that statement and just your general feelings about how this latest incarnation of council went. As you said, I was very clear. Uh, I don't like to mince words. I believe the entire council has to go. I believe that this council has just been completely dysfunctional and ineffective. Now, that doesn't say that there are not things that the council has done. Uh, and things that have gotten done. But when you look at the overall scope of things and, and you, you feel the pulse of the city, residents in this city feel the same way. This council has been an embarrassment to the city of Fayetteville. No matter where I go across this state, when people talk about Fayetteville, they always ask, what is going on with your city council? You know, and again, it's you don't have to like the mayor. You know, but you need to respect the office that he holds, and there's some decorum that needs to take place uh, in that council chamber. The mayor said earlier that, you know, when you look at this new council, there's less experience. You've lost about 40 years of combined experience. Uh, however, however, that is no excuse for what we have seen. And the council does more arguing than they do being productive. And that's the issue that I have with this council. It's not about Republican. It's not about Democrat. I don't care what the letter is behind your name. The entire council, in my opinion, and, and, and in the opinion of so many in Fayetteville, just really has to go. We need a new council. Ted Moan said something in 2017 that has stuck with me since. He said, it is time for new ideas and fresh perspectives on the city council. And that's what I think we need. Yes, you know, there's the, the experience factor of council members who have been there forever, who are on the council. That's understandable. But when you look at um, the just the dysfunction and a lot of that dysfunction when you try to figure out why is it why is it so dysfunctional when you read the resignation letter of former city councilman Matisha Waddell a lot of that you, you kind of get an idea of what's going on behind the scenes why there's so much frustration being played out in front of the public that is Antoine Minor. Mayor, I'll give you 30 seconds just to answer that. No, I totally disagree with it. At the end of the day, when you create and attract 3,500 jobs over the last four years, $300 million added to the tax base, your home values up 20 30%, uh, things are moving in the right direction. You may have had a couple of dysfunctional moments with a few divisive people. As we said, you change one or two of the players uh, at the table like Councilmember Waddell and you have a different uh, chemistry there. And the other thing too is go to continuity and experience matters. We saw what happened when 40% of the board turned over. 100% of the board is, uh, is, is very scary, but always it's up to the voters. 10 seconds, Antoine. Should there be term limits? I think there should. I don't think anyone should sit on the Fayetteville City Council for 28 and 30 years. I think that you come, you do what you came to do, and then you move on and you let fresh blood come in. Yes, you have that experience and continuity, but, I mean, you just have to have people on the council that can work together, that can talk to each other like adults, put their adult hats on, and, and, and right. function properly. All right, let me turn it over to Freddie De La Cruz. Freddie, your impressions of this latest council and uh, whatever you want to talk about, two minutes. I agree with Antoine. I mean, you know, the city council is dysfunctional. And I, I understand the mayor, you know, he represents the city council and, you know, um, and everything that he boasts about doing for the city, you know, he's got to understand he's, the mayor's only one vote of 10. So really, it takes six uh, council members to get anything done in the city. 
So while also the city manager is, is responsible for making sure that, you know, everything that the city council votes for is being executed. So everything that the, the mayor is boasting is, is not coming from him, it's coming from the city council as a whole. Now, what, one thing that I see with the city council, are, they are dysfunctional. I mean, you know, you, you get it, I'll give you some examples. I, I talked about the market house, okay? Uh, there were, what, four options on the table. I, I heard that there's three, but there was, you know, tearing it down, uh, there was moving it, and then we had the decision to make whether or not we were going to keep that ghetto-looking fence around the market house with Black Lives Do Matter written around it. That was an option. And then you have the other option was repurposing. Well, on 21 March, I called up the city council and I explained to them they needed to move down, move that fence down because it's a very divisive. It's been dividing the city ever since they put it up. And so on the 28th of March, uh, they had DOJ come up and explain to them some options uh, that that you know had to do with with the um, what what, what was going to be done with the repurposing of the market house, and the city proved how dysfunctional they were when they sent the DOJ back to the drawing board. When truth of the matter is, that decision is for the city council members to do. It's not for DOJ to do. Each city council member should have town hall meetings, get a pulse of what needs to be done with that market house, come back and vote on it. And that uh, is what they should do. And I'm happy to see that the fence is removed. The only other thing the city needs to do is paint the road black so that we can be back to what we started, status quo, and then you guys can decide what we need to do with regard to repurposing. That is Freddie De La Cruz, and we will swing it over to Franco Webb. Two minutes for you. All right, thank you. Uh, as there's been a lot of disrespect, I believe, in the city council. Uh, disrespect to the mayor and his position as the head of the council, uh, and disrespect for each other, and that's what the, that, that is, that, that's my divisive line right there. I do not like disrespect. I don't like to see anybody else get disrespected. I don't like to be disrespected. Uh, like I said, you don't necessarily have to have to like the mayor himself, but you do have to respect the position that he sits in. Right. And if you sit on the council, he is the head of the council. And it, it's up to him to control the council. When you have two standing up, screaming at each other and calling each other names like junior high school kids, that's a problem. And, uh, you know, and obviously that's not all the time, but it's what the public sees. And when the public sees that and that only, that is the impression that the public gets is going on with the council all the time. Then you have the resignation, and then you have one standing up and at the end of a council meeting, uh, you know, screaming something about um, corruption and BS. Uh, I'm not going to say that on the air, but... Uh, Transparency. Yeah, yeah. And it, it just, uh, it's just, like I said, it's just an utter, utter disrespect. And you know, we want to throw the market house in there. I, I'm on the Human Relations Commission. It, it is it was a task to us to find out what to do and uh, get the get the uh, consensus of the fable citizens. And that's what it's all about. It's about the fable citizen. But when we put it out there, we were in COVID. We were in. We were in. We only had the ability to have 50 people per meeting uh, and two meetings. Only 40 showed up per meeting. We only got 80. Well, if that's all that wanted to participate, I don't think we need to just keep keep badgering the people to try to come. I mean, why would we beg them to come if they don't want to cooperate? You know, they, so uh, yes, there's a lot of things. That's a very, very historical building. It's 190 years old. It was one, We were once the state capital of that building, and it, it's important uh, to show people the history, and I think that's the best thing that can happen with that is to show everybody the history of Fayetteville and North Carolina and the country that all pertains to that building. That is Franco Webb. Mayor, two minutes for you. Yeah, so Goldie, uh, I mean, a, a lot has been said. Uh, at, at the end of the day, uh, I think Franco's right. He understands the process. He was on. He's on the human relations. They were tasked with having these meetings, which are town hall meetings. So uh, council members going into districts, certainly they, they should have had the ability to talk about it, but we needed a way to channel uh, what that that um, response was um, at the at the end of the day, as I said, um, and, and I think that that we've made that clear. Uh, dysfunction is something with with any board. I, I think that that part of it are people who were not used to to the type of structure that's required in in serving on some of these formal boards in the process of making motions and and Robert Rules of Order and the things that govern our meetings. So at the end of the day, Goldie, uh, the citizens are doing their due diligence. 
uh, at we have to talk about how we move the community forward. The market house is one piece of a larger vision of how we move this community forward, how we keep it growing, keep people uh, retain and attract new people here. And that's what we need to, to talk about today. That is Mayor Mitch Colvin. It is 838. I'll tell you what, we'll take a break here. And then when we come back, we'll have plenty of time to talk about what your priorities are, what's most important to you, what needs to get done, what hasn't gotten done. And then we'll have a minute for closings from our four candidates. Again, this is the Mayoral Forum. Mayor Mitch Colvin, Freddie De La Cruz, Franco Webb, and Antoine Minor. We reached out to Clifton Johnson and did not hear back. At 8.38, we're back in two minutes with more of the Forum here on WFNC. News Talk 640 WFNC. Everybody okay? Oh, yeah. All right. So when we come back, give you two minutes to talk about what's most important to you. Um, what we need to do, if you want to get into what hasn't been done, you know, maybe I stay away from the negative and just stick with the positive and what your solutions are. And, uh, and we should have plenty of time, two minutes for everybody, and then we'll have time for the close. And I think we're right on time where we should be. So, any questions? So you got DJ on the board back there. I haven't seen him in a long time. He's out west right now. And uh, EJ, EJ is a very good friend of mine. We were, we were actually roommates for a little while. We were, what was that like? We were both single. That's funny. You know, every time I'm channel surfing and I see Naked and Afraid, I always, just to see if EJ's you on ever, it. You ever watch the show? I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, EJ's won it like six times. But uh, he's old Army Ranger. and he, uh, Oh, yeah. yeah he, I say he was my roommate for a while. So. One of my favorite guests because he's such a character. Oh, yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah. He is. He is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, in yeah. fact, and I think when... I don't think anybody knows survival better than that. I think I asked him <laughs> to guest host for me once. Because oh, really? he thought he'd be great guest hosting the show. I don't. This was years ago when Jim Cook was still alive and doing the show with me. But uh, I don't remember if he ever did it or not. But when we were knocking around names, who could come in and guest host? Probably, probably out. John Malzone. Uh, oh, Chicken. And Bone Crusher. Oh, wow. <laughs> John Malzone actually did it. He did it for a week and said, never again. Never again, because he lives in Moore County. Right. To get here at 5 a.m., he was getting up at like 3 in the morning. And he just said, you know, I got to go to work when I'm done doing this. I, so that was the last time Malzone ever did it. Did I tell you about the Malzone is dead thing? No. Kelvin's, Kelvin's brother-in-law told him that John Malzone had died. This was two weeks ago. So Kelvin calls me, but did you hear Malzone died? I'm like, what? My heart sank. I love Malzone. So I called George. I said, George, have you heard anything about it? He goes, no, but let me call my funeral buddies because he's got the you know, priest funeral. So he gets back to me. He goes, I called my funeral buddies in Fayetteville. I called them in Piners. Nobody's heard anything. Meanwhile, I've texted John. Please call me. Didn't hear back. Uh, George calls Kirk. Kirk said, I saw him. He made a contribution to my campaign a week ago. Turns out he responded to my text the next morning about 9 o'clock. And I've never been so happy to see anybody. So I called him when I got off the air. I said, you know, you're dead. What are you talking about? And here we go. Oh. Now, back to the WFNC 2022 Candidates Forum with your host, Goldie. Thank you. It is 841. We've got the candidates for mayor here in studio. Freddie De La Cruz, Franco Webb, Antoine Minor, and the current mayor of Fayetteville, Mayor Mitch Colvin. Freddie, we're going to start with you. I'm going to give you two minutes to talk about what is most important to you, what do you need to do, and some solutions to some of the things that have not gotten done. And you've got two minutes. Okay, uh, what's most important to me is uh, a change of command with Mitch Coven. Uh, I think the uh, people in the military understand exactly what I'm talking about. And, and Mitch, you brought up the market house. Uh, it's just one of the many things that, that they got to get done. But, you know, everything that the city is doing is being stifled because of the decisions that were made because of that market house. So I just want you to know that. And uh, it's, been, it's been very divisive. And I talk to the people, and that, that main issue that comes up all the time. So I'm glad to see that you took the fence down, and I just can't wait to see you paint the road black. I, you know, you can make a promise to the citizens here that you win. You can do that, and that will bring, you know, the unity that we need in this city. Uh, also, um, the uh, public safety, uh, you know, the, the, the way the, uh, the police 
is handling you know the crime in the city. We boast a low misdemeanor and petty crimes, but the murder rate is is astonishing. It's it's really bad. And I think we really need to work on that. And I think my background as a military police officer, I can help with that. And um, one of the things that I, I noticed that when you, we had the riots in Fayetteville, uh, you asked the police or the city asked the police, I'm not sure if it was you or the city manager or who made the call, the chief, but somebody uh, made, uh, told the police to stand down during a riot uh, downtown Fayetteville, which in my mind was, it was not a right decision. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because the next day, I, I, you and the chief talked about how, you know, you mitigated, uh, you know, police officers from getting hurt or killed, but, you know, we could, you know, it's okay for the rioters to damage property because that's something we could recover from. But I beg to differ. The time that you want to catch somebody, com you know, uh, committing a crime, you want to arrest them. And the reason why you want to do that is because if they're willing to hurt or kill a police officer, you know, while they're in uniform, during a riot, then that would be the perfect time for a police officer to arrest that individual so it doesn't get away and murder somebody else down the road. That was Freddie De La Cruz. Mayor, quick 30 seconds to respond. Well, obviously he doesn't have a plan to leave the city. He talks about me and I guess I'm the key center of his platform, but I would say this, the same perf report that we referred to uh, as a trusted report said that the riots uh, were handled properly. We didn't go to one officer's funeral. No one died in this community. Uh, there was 17,000, uh, 17 windows broken, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of damage, which was unacceptable, but 61 people were arrested, two federally indicted, and justice was served, and we did better than many of the other mayors in, in communities that I've talked to, so uh, still hadn't heard a plan for Mr. De La Cruz. Thank you, Mayor Colvin. We'll go over to Franco Webb. Franco, priorities, what's important, solutions? You got two minutes. All right. Uh, priority, of course, is uh, public safety, keeping, keeping the citizens safe uh, and making the city safe, which goes into my second uh, platform, which is economic development. You have, to, you have to have a safe city, a clean city, to attract uh, uh, attract these larger corporations to come in and train our citizens, got to do some little bit of workplace uh, workplace education, uh, work with FTCC to train uh, train folks to get these higher paying jobs for these uh, companies and corporations that want to move here. We have Amazon coming, which is absolutely great. Uh, we have a new internet service provider, MetroNet, which was actually 35 miles from my dad's house in Indiana, uh, is where their headquarters is. And we need to keep expanding on that. We need to need to stop losing companies like Black & Decker that we lost in the past and uh, DuPont, Monsanto, all these different corporations and gain more and uh, bring them in. Uh, that, the, the function, is, the function, the number one function of government is public safety. <clears throat> and that is the main thing is to keep, a, keep everyone safe. And uh, we did, in 2021 hit a homicide record that is a that's a record that no city ever wants to get and that's 48 homicides and i believe still 19 are still unsolved the those are the things that have to be have to be changed that needs to needs to policing needs to be better needs to increase uh, uh presence of officers on the road and presence and working with the community and that's the big thing is to make sure that the community is not against the police and we have to come together and we have to bring everybody, bring people together, make it so not, make it less uh, divisive and show respect for every citizen in this city. Thank you very much. That was Franco Webb. We'll turn it over to Antoine Minor. Antoine, two minutes, priorities, solutions. Go ahead. Uh, some of my priorities, one, as, as has been stated here, I think everyone at this table, uh, those of us who are running against the mayor, have the, that same top priority of crime and safety. If you're going to attract businesses, if you're going to attract business investment, family investment, that's people purchasing homes and raising their families here in Fayetteville, you're going to have to get crime and safety under control. When you see homicides uh, double in a year, we hit a record high. That pushes people out. Uh, we talked on another radio broadcast about white flight. People, uh, white people with a lot of money leaving the city because of the crime. But it's not just white flight. It's just flight. People who have the economics to leave Fayetteville are leaving Fayetteville because they don't feel safe. Businesses, yes, we have Amazon coming and yes, we have the new uh, uh, Internet company. But if you want to attract 
uh, economic drivers, uh, businesses that will come in and, and, and not just come for 20 years, but businesses that will come in permanently and attract other businesses. And you're going to have to get crime safe. You're going to have to get our streets clean. Uh, you're going to have to get these things done. One thing we have to understand in Fayetteville is that Fayetteville has a lot of talent. We have Fort Bragg. You got Methodist University. You got Fayetteville State University. You got Fayetteville Tech. You got all of these organizations in place. But why do people leave the military and leave these schools and leave Fayetteville? Because there's nothing here to keep that talent. We have to stop being so transient. We have to get better amenities. We have to do better at making Fayetteville a desired point. Thank you very much. That's Antoine Minor. And finally, Mayor Colvin, almost a decade now on city council priorities what is left for you to do yeah well let me let me hit a couple of things one uh, I'm not sure what uh, mr. mr. minor is basing his facts on but the census speaks differently to the fact that people are coming here and not leaving they're there. also leaving so uh, I, I don't know what you have to substantiate that investment going up 300 plus million dollars so whatever that is uh, that the brouhaha that, that we're trying to paint is not lining up with the numbers. That the other thing is, I think that in order to be able to talk about economic development and create jobs, you have to have a business or some business experience. I have that. I hire people. Uh, so do and so I. I. And so I know how to create jobs and have done it. But what I'll say is this, go to the priorities that I'll continue to push for on the public safety side, um, that we'll continue to do what we need to do to get our police officers. The country was defunding police. We were increasing their salaries and bringing it up to a livable wage. We were giving them the technology tools we talked about earlier today. So uh, why are we to, down to so many successful. police officers? Don't, don't interrupt me, sir. You had your minute. And uh, we need specifics to do it. And so what we've done, we've been able to bring the other parties to the table because at the end of the day, it's not the police chief and the mayor that can only do it. You have to have the other players at the table, like our judges, like our district attorney's office, like our probation parole folks. Uh, during COVID, we had a spike in the homicides, and that was national. But the situation here was jail capacities were reduced by 50 to 60 percent. Very violent people were put back on the streets. And so uh, we now are seeing, as we're raising the, the elevation and the attention to that, we're seeing a reduction this year alone, 30 percent reduction in homicides. But we'll continue to, to train our workforce. Factory work, I think, is gone for the most part. So we have new technology job training that we need to do for next generation. Continue to fix our housing shortage, our housing problem continue to invest in infrastructure and continue the growth that we've seen bringing in jobs into this community. We have a global corporation here. We've been very uh, def deficient in having corporations here in, in this community. We've attracted Amazon and I think it's the best is yet to come. Thank you, Mayor Colvin. We are going to go to one minute closes and we are going to start with Franco Webb. Franco, you have got one minute. All right. Thank you, Goldie. Uh, I just to kind of reiterate, uh, you know, I've been a longtime resident of Fayetteville, love this, and, and I think in my opening I forgot to mention also that June 1st I've been a firefighter here for 34 years, uh, county firefighter, not city, but uh, uh, have been, you know, at leadership roles in, as an officer in the, um, in the fire department as well as in the military. Uh, just I'm, I'm all, about the uh, all about Fayetteville and all about Fayetteville citizens, and that is my main thing. It's a Fayetteville for the people. And that's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm striving to do. Uh, is there, we have probably one of the most diverse cities in the country because of Fort Bragg, and there's so many different uh, different uh, people from all over the world land here, and we have to we have to have unity. We have to have understand that we're uh, Fayetteville's and we're Americans, and that we need to work with each other and have that mutual respect. Thank you. That's Franco Webb. And now, Antoine Minor, you have got one minute to make your case. Uh, again, uh, I, I'm, I'm not from Fayetteville. I love Fayetteville. That's why I chose to keep my family here, raise my children here. And I am concerned about the Fayetteville that they will inherit. You know, the mayor cites that, you know, we've increased the pay of police officers, yet our department is deficient in police officers. We are we have lost police officers and a lot of people don't want to be police officers in Fayetteville. You know, so, I mean, the mayor can cite the fluff. 
But the truth of the matter is out on the street, as I said to the mayor the other day, you need to listen to your people out on the street. Don't just look. Don't just look at your at your paper and what you wanted to say. Look, listen to the people on the street. The mayor made it very clear. I don't listen to the people on the street. So maybe that's the problem. No, no. That's what you said, sir. Maybe that's the problem. If these if, if those in office would listen to the people on the street and listen to the people in the community, Fayetteville would be a much better place. Fayetteville will continue to thrive. And I think as mayor and uh, helping to bring the city together, I can do that. That is Antoine Minor. Thank you very much. And Freddie Dela Cruz, you've got one minute to close. Uh, thank you, Goldie, uh, Mitch, Franco, and Antoine. Um, citizens of Fayetteville, I'm asking for your vote. Uh, please go to freddyformayor.com. Watch the video I put together, please. Just take five minutes of your time and, and see what Freddie's all about. Um, I've served in this uh, country for 32 years. And as with regard to Mitch asking for a plan for policing, I was an instructor. I'll, I, that's what I do. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a talker. I'm not a politician. I'm a soldier for life. I'm a person who gets things done. I'm a problem solver. That's what I've been doing. I've received a Legion of Merit, a Bronze Star, eight Meritorious Service Medals, and 48 medals and ribbons, you know, serving my country. And I will unify the city and uh, bring this community back to where it needs to be at. And uh, I ask for your vote. Vote Freddie for, for Fayetteville. Freddie De La Cruz, thank you very much. We'll give the mayor the last word. Mayor Mitch Colvin, you've got one minute. Go to thank you, thank you to uh, to to uh, all the candidates here today uh, for a great event uh, today to to inform the people. Listen, experience makes a difference, and the fact that we've had I'm the only candidate in this race with the local government experience that it takes. I've been a council member, I've been the mayor pro tem, and I've been the mayor through some very tumultuous times. We've grown this economy. We've invested in our infrastructure and our streets. And uh, we are moving our community forward in a very positive way, making up for decades of disinvestment, uh, and we're turning the corner. We have a great community in spite of many of the challenges. We can do a lot of things. And so at the end of all of this, we'll need a plan articulated. You deserve that to have someone tell you what they're going to do. They can talk about my record. They can talk about me, but they have to have a plan for themselves. And, and I don't go by word on the street, and, and, and I would be hard-pressed to believe that, that someone that's been here 12 years has more connection with this community and what the words are on the street, uh, to use his terms, than I do. But Mayor Mitch Colvin for mayor, let's continue to move the city forward. Thank you very much. Mayor Mitch Colvin, Freddie De La Cruz, Franco Webb, and Antoine Minor, Clifton Johnson, we did not hear from. Early voting, April 28th, the primary on May 17th, and the municipal election for city council and mayor on July 26th. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate you coming in. It is 8.54, and we'll be back in two minutes to wrap this up. All right, all right, well, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, sir. Thanks, guys. This is the first time I've been in the studio. Well, you did. After that first little bump in the road, you did fine. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, Mitch. Frank, I'll see you, man. Good luck. And Twitter, pleasure meeting you. Good luck. Thank you, guys. Good luck with everything. Thanks, Mike.